my man Gashi is blowing up. G-A-S-H-I-S with a dollar sign. Gashi, blowing up. Really interesting conversation. If you're an immigrant, if you're in the music industry, if you're thinking about attention, if you're thinking about the hustle, the grind, I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, podcast people, I love you. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Because we're going to be Man. We're just talking. They've been running around the city doing all different types of press. Yeah, man. Promo time, man. Got to get this creep on me going. <laughs> Shit, man. When's the uh, album dropping? Um, I have no idea right now. We're because uh, we didn't expect "Creep on Me" to come. It was the last song I recorded on my album, so we just put that out and it's doing super well. So yeah. now we're trying to like figure out different. what does that mean, right? Like, yeah. AKA, like. Does that speed up the process of you guys dropping it? Yeah, it could speed up the what process. What were you thinking prior to that? October 4th. Which oh, is, so it's all, yeah, like, like, it's like it's, tomorrow anyway. Yeah, exactly. So you're talking about like a week or two. Yeah, it's my birthday. I wanted to aim for my birthday. But and the like, whole four thing, right? Yeah, the whole four thing, you know, it's like. I really, Are you gonna eventually drop something on April 4th, 4-4? I don't know. I was yeah. thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, I was actually, I was actually. And when you turn 44, you're gonna be real set. Uh, it's I'm not serious. <laughs> five's my. I don't know if you know this. Five. The reason I, when I take pictures, I do this is because yes. five's my favorite number. Really. And like, really means a lot to me. Yeah. So like, literally, I'm 42 and I'm already like, man, my 55th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that double nickels is gonna be serious. Oh man. You know. So. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. That's yeah. You know. We yeah. When I saw I the fourth this. thing, I was like, oh, that's so funny. Like, yeah. Uh, you know. Got a four on my face. I took the four out my name. That, I knew that. Yeah, I took the four out of my name because like, I had a radio run and and like people would say G4C and I was just like, damn, this sucks. Like, I, <laughs> I keep having to correct my name, you know? Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. you know what, fuck this shit. Like, I'm going to change it uh, to my normal name and because Gashi is actually my real name. So it's like, fuck it, you know what, I'm going to change it to my normal name and I'm going to just put the four in my face since I killed it. And uh, I just put a four in my face just to remind myself, you know, like, because before music I played football, so it's like, yeah, another four quarters. Thing. I mean, yeah, this is where I connect thing. with you heavy. Yeah, yeah, man. So it's like every day is fourth quarter, man. It's got to keep going, bro. Like, and it's it's like, also you know what's funny? It's funny we're meeting this back to football. Like, it's also crazy. Like, obviously I'm a big Jets fan, and like Sam Darnold's first pass to be a pick six. Yeah, like that, like is life. Like I, I was watching that. And I was like, man, this is fucking. Did that just happen? That happened. His oh, first wow. pass in his like this is like the franchise. This is our lives. Like my whole life is basically around this one kid being yeah, right. Yeah. right? So you, I go to Detroit yeah. for the game. Yeah. He comes out, his first play of his life. Yeah. He throws a pick six. Wow. That's Stadium's going crazy, like all this. <laughs> and I just, like, I was just like, fuck man, this is perfect, this is life. Like, you could have every plan, everything played out. Think yeah. about him, you know, you being a football player. Yeah. His, for the last 10 years, he's been thinking about his first NFL play. Yeah, I like, know. right? Like that first, like, like you pop the cherry yeah. and it's just yeah. off. Off is not the case. Like the most, like the yeah. single worst thing that could happen yeah. happened. That's fucking on the trash. road, which you don't control the schedules made. Yeah, didn't go our way. Cool. Ninety-nine percent of the times, teams will on a rookie quarterback will make them run the ball just to yeah. get the jitters out. Yeah. Jets went hardcore play action, like fucking called like a aggressive play. And they just do it. He threw it across the fucking field. Interception. Stadium's exploding. Oh my god. Rocking. 
Monday Night Football, the whole nation's, like if his re- first game was just a regular game, only a little amount of people would be watching, but this is the whole country's watching. <sighs> but that's four quarters, right? They came out and uh, the game ended, they destroyed them. They won fucking 48 to 17. Just one. Just one. Okay, that's it. But that's the fucking four, four quarters, right? Not exactly. It's not I say you... all the time, like, you, yeah. can, you know, like, like hate wins halftime yeah. and love wins the fourth quarter. Exactly. And that's Man. why, you know, that's why I always, like, I just think about life that way. So many people judge it like it's like your music career. Yeah, you can't judge it yet. It's just starting, man. It's just like, starting, but the reality is, and you know this, yeah. and you definitely know this, like, and you definitely like one album comes out, two albums, a record. Like, people are judging. Yeah. Like it's over, or you made it. Yeah. It goes both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hit wonders, first song out. Yeah. Like plenty of people start covering business, right? Yeah, yeah. The amount of people who first song out, one hit wonders, like that was the best thing they ever did is a lot. Yeah. Like there's a lot more of those than people realize. Man, it's it's it sucks, especially like men, like everyone has an opinion, you know, and, and you know what? I don't have a problem with that. Because As a matter of fact, everyone has so much opinion, gosh, that I literally think if I put a tattoo on my face, it would be two cents. <laughs> like literally that would be it. Two in the C with like two cents because I, because literally everybody's got two cents on everybody. Yeah. And I, my big thing and the reason I think I'm gonna win the whole fucking thing is I just don't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being serious. And it goes both ways. Yeah. Like literally in my comments or people talking, like yeah. even two people having dinner, one thing's goat, one thing's full of shit. Yeah. I read it every day. It's true. I mean, you know what, bro? Like, I was watching this thing on the, the other day randomly. I'm on YouTube all the time, mm-hmm. and I was watching because I love documentaries. Mm-hmm, but some some random shit popped up, and it was like uh, Britain's worst attitude. Like, you know that show, like Britain's mm-hmm. something, whatever. Okay. And there's this dude with an attitude, whatever, who comes on stage and he's cursing everyone. And <laughs> I'm watching Kelly Rowland tell him, she said, because this is, whatever, this is corny, but what she said was really cool. She said, um, she's see, a, by the way, I love her. Yeah, I've never met her. But, I don't, I've never met her too. Yeah. I talk to her all the time. Yeah, yeah. On social, but I don't, I don't know Yeah, she said yet. to him, she goes, because the guy's cursing the fans out. Yeah. And she was like, you see how everyone has an opinion in this room? This is the business this you signed up. This is the game. And if you can't handle it, this is then not you for you. You lost. It's so funny. I posted yesterday. I'm like, look, if you're losing, yeah. that's your fault. Yeah. You can't point the finger and blame anyone else. Because if you're like, oh, the game just rigged, it means you didn't figure out how to figure out the game. Yeah. Got to play the game. In the music game, it's all the same shit. People are like, oh, fuck playlists on Spotify. I'm like, you mean radio stations? You mean MTV? You mean The Source? <laughs> you mean Dick Clark? You mean Ed Sullivan? There's always a platform. Yeah. Elvis right. and the Beatles figured out it was Ed Sullivan. Madonna and Prince figured out it was MTV. So did Puff Daddy later with TRL. The motherfucker ran into the Carson studio every day. That's crazy. Like, if you don't understand Instagram and Snapchat and SoundCloud and Spotify, then yeah. you're not fucking gonna win. True, it's very like, true. Like, sorry. 100%. Like, if you don't understand, like, getting your music into bloggers and fucking, like, if you don't like that, if you think that's bobo or bullshit or yeah. whack, yeah. cool, then you're out. <laughs> it's true, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just feel like a person that really wants it will find a way. 100%, and, a person- and people that say, like, oh, I'm not gonna sell out, no, no, you mean, you mean that you're insecure for real and you're not willing to do what it takes. Yeah. That's what I hear when people are like, yeah. I'm not gonna sell out. I'm like, what does that mean? Because selling out means you're taking a dollar. That's not selling so out. So if you're not selling out, that means you're going for free. That means you're gonna be Gandhi. So don't talk to me about you're gonna be a musician and not sell out. Yeah. Of course you're gonna sell out. You take one fucking dollar, you sold the fuck out. 
That's true. What you're saying actually is like, the system isn't putting you on and you're not good enough to win in the current system. So you wanna shit on Mumble Rap? Cool. You wanna sit on fucking Cosigns? Cool. You wanna shit on SoundCloud? Cool. But yeah. guess what? You're wow. alone. And you're alone. Yeah, that's true. And by the way, if you can do it so well, if yeah. you can be the biggest act in the world, if you can if you can do it your way, do it your way. Yeah, yeah. But my big thing is like, show me. Like, results are results. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, bro, like, you know, it's been like almost 10 years now for me, you know, coming mm-hmm. into the game. You know mm-hmm. how I was. Like, I don't know if you know too much, but like, you know, it's crazy. Like, I... Um, you know, coming to this country was crazy enough. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was born in Libya mm-hmm. and I traveled 24 countries to get here. Like when we came here, like we were in a shelter. And then my father and my whole family, my dad worked at a synagogue, two synagogues. Um, we found a way to live as a super in a building, at like one bedroom apartment, all five of us for like so long. You the, know what I'm saying? I, I do know this and I don't, I don't know if you know that that's so much of my story yeah, as well. Yeah, he was telling me that. Like, I, I, was, I, was, I got out of the Soviet Union for political asylum for being Jewish. Wow, I know I, that. We moved from Belarus to Austria, wow. Austria to Italy, Italy to America. It sounds like my story, it, that's crazy. It, I lived in all those countries. It, Highest was the Jewish foundation that got us out. Could be the same one as you. Like That's crazy. I went to those same places. I lived in Queens in a studio apartment with eight family members. Wow. My great grandfather, Shia, when he came to America, had 88 bucks. He went directly to the synagogue and gave it all to them because he couldn't practice religion in the Soviet Union for 50 fucking years. That's crazy, bro. So That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's, that's very it. similar to me. So then you do understand. Like and then like the music business, like I went to school, I dropped out of school, I had a full scholarship, played football, and then I dropped where? out. Where? I went to I went to a school in Massachusetts, AIC. I love it. Yeah, and, and I left. After I left, I was like, I was like, what do I do now? So I had my friends, uh, Mike and Dave, help me out. And they were like, yo, let's just do the music thing, whatever. So I dropped out. And then next thing you know, the CD didn't take off as yep. I expected it. And my parents were like, either get a job or go back to school. I'm not le- letting you live in the house. So I found myself in the New York City street selling my CD with a big ass jacket on. Yeah. Just keep pushing. And then, you know, I had a job at Billabong and that shit was trash. And then I got fired. And then when I got fired, I took my last check and I was like, this is gonna be. This is this is gonna this be. Is a, this is it. It's my last check. Either I record my last song, stop music, go back to school because my parents weren't having it, or I just cop those Jordan threes and get ready for college. So, no, no joke. I went and recorded my last song. It was a song called "Who Made Me," and I put it out. Whatever. And then that. How did you put it out? I just put it out on YouTube. Okay, and then, that's what I want to know. No joke, dude. It, it didn't like change change my life, but it was funny because like that Sunday night. Me and my mother were together, and I was supposed to go Monday and register for school. It came on on the radio, the same song. It came on on the radio while I'm driving my mom's to work and that yeah, late shit. Fuck yeah, fucking Rosenberg played it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like it was a sign for me not to quit. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I felt like that was a sign, so I pulled over, I started crying. My mom started crying for me. She was so happy for me. And I was like, I'm not going back to school. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, I'm not going back. I was like, this is a sign. I was like, I got to keep going. I love it. And then next thing you know, you I- You better, sh- when you fucking win that Grammy, you better be like, Rosenberg. Yeah, I need to give him a shout you out. You do, yeah. you do, you yeah. have to, yeah. you have to. I mean, there's so many people that have helped me in of the course, process. Of course, but he know? deserves it. Yeah, definitely, like, definitely. Like, I'm about to see him today. You better fucking kiss him in the mouth. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, serious, man. man. Like, pe- like I, I believe in that shit. Yeah, yeah, for a fact, man. And that changed everything, because I went, I was like, all right, I'm not going to quit. 
I put it out that I put out another song and I got signed to Jason Flom. Mm -hmm. And I signed for like $5,000. Of course. And then <laughs> I ain't read the contract, which of was course. stupid. Make sure you're on your lawyers. I went to Aspen, <laughs> Colorado, and uh, I thought I was on, man. I thought I was on. Right, I you made it. I thought I made it because I was in Aspen. and I, You, you know, know what's so funny about the music world for me? It's so similar to the VC world that I came up in, like investing. So many kids celebrate when they get their funding. Yeah. There's a really interesting clip. I was on a Bloomberg show and like it was like a competition show and you know like MTV Road Rules, they like bring everybody back. So it was like yeah. the bring back show and they were all there like six months later. And the teams would go around and be like, and since the show we raised two million dollars and the crowd would go crazy. And one team was like, yeah, so we didn't raise any money, we just like started getting customers and we're doing okay. Like it's, it's working. Yeah. Silence, I lost my shit. I was like, this is why this whole thing's fucked. We're clapping for people who haven't done shit, but they, got, they raised some money. Yeah. AKA, they gave up a piece of their business and control. Yeah. One team fucking is grinding and making money and none of you got love for them. I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. It's the same way I think about That's signing. All these kids think when they sign, they did it. Yeah. Popping champagne, their boys, you did it. You didn't do yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Nine out of 10 times, you signed a dick contract. Yeah. That's gonna take you four years to get the fuck out of if God forbid something good happens. Oh my God. 99% of you are gonna put out shit music that nobody's ever gonna give a fuck about. <laughs> so we need to, in the culture, That's completely, so true though, we need to, in the culture of the music industry, start realizing they get signed is an important milestone. I don't wanna shit on people's parades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's contextualize it. Like you only, like don't sign unless you're super fucking lit. Like, and you know what, and you need have the money. Have the leverage. Yeah, and you have the leverage and you're going in there with your rules because like, yo bro, I signed for $5,000. I didn't, it was the worst deal ever. I couldn't get out of it. And then next thing you know, man, I'm like struggling, struggling, struggling. and. My girl at the time goes, come to the club, just chill out and get your mind off, whatever. I go to the club on 14th and I'm like walking and waiting on the line and the kid grabs my jacket and goes, oh my God, I'm a huge fan. I just heard you on the radio. I sing too. And I said, cool, bro. And I go inside the club, I come out, I see him again. And he's like, yo, man, I'm really a singer. I'm gonna be on a TV show, Dancing with the Stars. I sing, I was like, all right, cool. And then next thing you know, I connected that person with Jason Flom and I told and I asked Jason Flom to drop me so I got him that artist and I swapped out and got out of my deal, flew out to LA, uh, started working, working, working and That's crazy. nothing happened for me. That whole week in LA I did like 10 songs. I used all those songs for my album and then on top of that I worked on DJ Snake's album which was my like my come up, like my first mm -hmm. spark, you know, but I still wasn't on. I had I was on a, I was on an album with Bieber. Skrillex, Travis Scott, Quavo. I was on a song with Travis Scott and Quavo on DJ Snake's album. I did like, I did two big songs on that album. And then I was still home doing nothing. And then I got in trouble with the cops. I got in trouble <laughs> with the law. See, this is what happens when you have a lot of time in your hands. I got in trouble in Brooklyn and... So I wanna send all these fuckers to garage sale and thrift stores and just flip and make money. Like, I'm, I, I'm not joking, I'm obsessed yeah. right now with getting people to flip. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, like, I think, to your point, sitting around yeah. is trouble in two ways. Yeah. There's people who are from the streets and will really get in trouble, yeah. like the cops. Yeah. And then there's people in trouble and they don't realize they're in trouble, AKA they're watching six hours of Netflix and playing 2K. Yeah, again, they're fat. In, they're in trouble, they just don't know they're in trouble. Yeah. So I'm pushing everybody like, yo, go to the fucking thrift store, buy a t-shirt for a dollar, post it on eBay, make 20, 
fall in love with flipping. That's what my friend does, actually. That's crazy. Because your friend's, I'm a big fan of that because he keeps you toys, busy. Because he sells up, toys, that's too. That's all. Look. Yeah, Who do you think you're talking to? That's crazy. Like this, is, I used to buy Captain Lou for 25 cents and sell it for eight bucks on eBay and be happy as fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. The thrill of the hunt. That's crazy. The thrill of the hunt. Yeah. So anyway, you got I, I ended up getting yep. up. I ended up getting uh, the warrant. So I, I went to Iceland. Yep. I did a show in Iceland. Got money. Went to LA. And then, bro, I couldn't come back here. So I did the song. <laughs> I did the song disrespectful. And then, bro, that's that's when my life changed, bro. I I got invited to do to do a session. I didn't want so to. So literally, do it. the warrant forced you to be in this place where you. Like, and then the case life. got dropped. The case life. got dropped. I fly back. This is how I actually made it. This is how I got on. I'll tell you this right now. This is what changed my life. I went to LA. I didn't want to do the sessions. I thought those two kids were like whatever, corny. I didn't want to do it. And I was like, fuck it. I'm, and then I'm driving, I get a text, are you coming to the session? I forgot about the session, but I had to take shit. And at the time, I was like, yo, I don't got no one or no friends here. I'm about to just go take a shit and just chill. So I went, took you a shit. You literally had to take a shit. I had to take a shit and I was hungry. So I was like, yo, because I'm always going into people's fridges at the time. I had nothing. So I go and I'm, I'm driving my friend Rory's Prius. I go and I'm like, fuck it, I can shit and get a burger. Get a burger, or whatever. I go take a shit and then, and I I swear they knocked on the door like, yo, hello, like, yo, are you ready? Because I was in the bathroom for like 30 minutes on the phone using their (laughs) Wi-Fi, taking a shit, and I was just like, they were like, yo, are you ready? And I was like, fuck, I forgot that I had to do a session. So I jump in the booth and I freestyle, and I come out, I leave, peace, we out, get the song, song's dope. I go, my sister calls me, case got dropped. Fuck yeah. I hop on the plane. Change your whole shit. Yeah, change my mind. Now I'm focused. Now, yeah, now you're focused. I come to New York, I see my sister and my mom, played them the record. Like, so what you been doing in LA? How's music going? I'm like, yo, it's cool. I did this song, boom, I play it, and I'm turning up and I'm dancing to the song. And my mom, my sister going, yeah, 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 recording like, me. Wait a minute. And I posted it on Instagram and I had 300,000 fucking views and 600 comments in like such a short amount of time. And I was like, what the fuck? That's never happened to me before. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then I get a call and the voice like, yeah, you want to perform? Queens, come to Queens tomorrow night. So I'm like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. I need the bag. So I go and next thing you know, dude, my DJ plays it. The last song, he plays that song. It hasn't even dropped. And everyone says, get the fuck out of my face. And they're singing the song from the Instagram. And that's when I knew, it was like, yo, this shit's a fucking banger. I put it out, bro, I put it out. Shit hit like 20 million. And then it kept going up and going up. I got meetings. And you know, it's crazy. I ended up signing with Rock Nation. But even back, even before then, Jay-Z threw my mixtape in the garbage. Of course. He throws every, he throws 99 points. He has to. I know. He that, has I'm no not time. mad at him. I know you're not mad at him. For him you know? He's got no time. Yeah. It's not personal. Yeah, it's no, reality. It's not. it's not, but it's like amazing the fact that he did. Dude, he's thrown mixtapes in the garbage of the people that have gone and become the biggest stars in the world. You don't think over the last 10 years, every fucking rapper has tried to put their mixtape into Jay-Z's hands before they went out and sold out stadiums? Yeah. You know how many things I passed on? I didn't even answer the Airbnb email. I didn't even answer the Airbnb email. Dear Gary, we want you to invest in Airbnb. If I answer that email and give 25K, I make 100 million. I didn't even answer it. I passed on Uber twice. Would have made 400 million. Fuck music. It happens everywhere. That's crazy. That's the game. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, yeah, it sucks. Guess what? If you didn't have to take that shit, you wouldn't be sitting here right now. Exactly. Like, it's people true. People don't get it. People don't get it. <laughs> yeah, this is why 
when everybody gets mad at me saying to rappers, put out more music, yeah. you always say the same shit to everybody because it's fucking true. Yeah, you never know. You're one piece of content away from every single thing changing and people sitting around in their living rooms in their basements in their garage and with their boys being like, ah, that's yeah. not a banger. <laughs> so you mean you're just not gonna put it out? Yeah. You mean to tell me that you saved up, worked at fucking Foot Locker, saved up, took the fucking subway, <laughs> saved up, went into fucking studio, paid some half-assed producer to do something, saved up, and then you and your three fuck-faced friends are just gonna sit there and be like, ah, oh, it's not good enough, we're not gonna put it out? The fuck's the matter with you? Yeah, that's OD. Yeah, I'm My a, guy, that's yeah, what everybody does. That sucks. That's what every yeah. single one of you does. It's whack. I, I, put the fucking music, if you made it, put it out. Yeah. You know why I let them record everything? Cause it's me. Yeah, yeah. Good, cool, dumb, cool, great, cool. Yeah. Two fucking sets. Yeah. I don't care. And if musicians didn't care and realized I, like musicians, artists are insecure by nature. Yeah. So you made something and then you fucking critique your own shit and you shit on it before anybody heard it. The whole system's broken. Now we got the internet. This isn't about having to get signed, printing fucking shit on cassettes or physical devices, having the Virgin Mega Store, have to buy. That world is over. Yeah. You fucking clip, Instagram, boom, game over. Game over. What do you think happened to Bieber? What do you think happened to Lil Yanni? What the fuck is everybody doing here? Does, do people understand what's happening? The answer is no, especially in the music industry. Put out the fucking music. I agree. The I, end. I feel like, I feel like uh, that. I feel like I've had so many chances, so many lives in the business. Like so many lives. You always have lives in this business. Couldn't agree more, man. Two chains. Two chains is a good example. Titty boy was titty boy. You gotta reinvent yourself. Don't know. I know. Tell us about your uh, young and unhappy tracks. Like what's the oh shit! Reality? I'm putting that out. That's crazy yeah. that you asked that. I'm putting that out. Can I get a water? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm putting that out. Actually, today. Today? Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, so I did this song called We Are Too Young To Be Unhappy. Okay. And, and I just feel like, you know. First I, quarter. Yeah, I do a lot of drugs. First quarter. You know what I'm saying? And I cut off on it because I'm like slowly, I get anxiety. You know what yep. I'm saying? I got anxiety right now. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But I try to keep it cool. Right. But like, you know, I just feel like. But hacking at why instead of using Band-Aids is the game. Yeah. Everybody's doing all sorts of things for anxiety, depression, things of that nature. And that's like putting the band-aid on it yeah. versus attacking why. And yeah. that's why two cents matters to me. Because when I think about why, it has a whole lot to do with other people's voices. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons why. Of course. You know, there's but I just feel like, man, like, you know, man, it's it's, it's like you know, I have my I have a lot going on, man, and like, you know, I have like I have my whole family on me, you know, I got feed. Other people's voices. Yeah, man, I got I got people to feed, man. Like I got other people's voices, my yeah. God. Yeah. So I got a lot of shit to take care of, you Guess know. Guess what? That's the fucking game. Yeah. And you want you know how Kelly Rowland said? Yeah. That's the game of life. It's the Fuck game the of music. life. Yeah. And That's I, the game of life. And you know what, man, sometimes it becomes stressful. Sometimes it becomes for too much. For everyone. For everyone. Yeah. There's nobody walking around saying cool. Exactly. And everybody deals with it different. 100%. The best part to your point is the evolution. Yeah. Fuck yesterday. Fuck how you dealt with it yesterday. Yeah. What about today and tomorrow, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the power of that conversation. 
and, I, and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I've gotten so good at controlling it. You understand? Of course. Like, I hate elevators. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I hate them. I believe and, you. And uh, I call my album Stairs because life, my life has been stairs. I have a stairs. I because it's, it's like life is stairs because, because it's so, thank you so much, because it's so easy going up, uh, going down, but it's so hard going up. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The elevator's broken. You come from a grocery store with your bags. You mind walking up, but you don't mind walking down. And that's what life is. Life is stairs to me because it's so fucking hard going up. It's so, it's so you know, it's easy. So, it's so funny. It's so funny off. for me. I'm so reverse of that, gosh. Uh, it's really? Yeah, man. I really love eating shit. I swear to God. As a matter of fact, I sabotage myself. Like, like I, I, I love the, I, I don't, this is why I keep thinking about this. This is why these conversations are so fun for me. Yeah. I fucking, man, I wish people loved eating shit and being hate on like I do. I mean. And I'm, you know, and I'm not saying I got answers or like, yeah, you know, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to hack too. Yeah. We're all trying to hack. Yeah. So I record everything. Maybe one day by accident, I got something for somebody. Like, boy, do I love Boy, do I love walking. I want the elevator broken every time. I get yeah. excited. You guys have a similar outlook on YouTube comments. Who, him and I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, bro. I love it, though. You know what I'm saying? I've gotten to a point where I love everything that's coming at me. Because it's valuable. Because it's amazing. I, bro, honestly, I'm glad they even have thoughts. When people are like, oh, I hate all these, like, Gary, how do you deal with all negative comments? I'll look at the person, and I'll look. I, I'm funny. I'll look. Two minutes. I'm like, this person gets 800 positive comments that you're gorgeous, or you're smart, or you're, your music's amazing, and gets three bad ones. <laughs> or 19 bad ones and 800 good, and I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Like how, like, how do I deal with the hate easily? Like, I feel bad for the person leaving the hate. I'm glad that they're even paying attention. Yeah. I'm glad they're even paying attention, and if they're leaving hate, where I go is like, fuck man, I hope they're okay because if you have time to go on YouTube and yeah. shit on somebody else's life, yeah. your life's fucked. Your life's trash. Trash. And every time I do click on the person leaving a hate comment, they have like the shittiest outfit on. And it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, why are you even talking to me, dog? Like, it's, it's, it's beyond that, man. When I click on them because I look too, like, you can see the negativity and depression and the dark and the anger yeah. across all but the But it's content. really love, you know that. Of course. And by the way, if you reply, that negativity goes into love in 14 oh seconds. Oh my God, I got proof. I got screenshots, you know. I wrote a whole book about it in 2011 really? called Thank You Economy. Oh my God, I need that. That is the thesis. I need that. That's, we'll give it to you. Can we tell the team to find one? Like, it's so the thesis. funny. That's hilarious. That's what it's all about, man. And you know what, man? That's so dope because you know what? I didn't know too much about you. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and cause I'm like, I'm so focused You're on, on your shit. Yeah, I get I'm on it. my shit. But I've always seen your face and I've always seen you around and I'm always hitting you up on DM. Yeah, we yeah, always yeah, see each yeah, other yeah. up. Yep. And it's just amazing to like have to sit down with you and kind of like have this connection now. You know what I'm saying? Nice. It's it's me amazing too. because we I can actually relate to you. And I feel like out of everyone that I've met in this business, whatever, in this world, yep. that's like in yep. the circle. I think you're the, have only, a similar... you're the only one that could I could relate to in any way because everyone's like I was born on this block and then I just went down the street you know what I'm saying and it's like okay cool and then that's amazing to hear somebody that say like yeah I lived here 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 I had to get here here it's like whoa it's like all right cool for the same reason exactly persecution people don't get it 
I think that's what makes us go so hard. A hundred percent. Both my grandfather spent 10 years in jail for being Jewish. That's crazy. Real shit. Yeah. So like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, listen, I think it's a big advantage for me. Not most white people can like come, you know, if you're an American, you're white, you're not gonna understand that framework. Yeah. And by the way, I didn't live it. So like, I'm not even gonna go there, but like, it's in the DNA of my life. Yeah. It's the structure. Like I lived in a household that was Soviet. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the reason I tell nobody to complain is I've never heard my parents complain about shit. I'm fucking foreign to complaining. I watched my parents have nothing. Like, I never have a peep of complaining. So you're like, I'm yeah. just like, what the fuck? You're complaining that Starbucks gave you the wrong milk? <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm in line and like, yeah. what the fuck? I asked for skim milk. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna walk home right now and kill you because this is ludicrous shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I missed the train. Yeah. I'm like, cool. The next one's coming. coming. <laughs> like, 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 you know, like. Stop complaining. Stop complaining. Yeah, yeah, like, I like, I like, yeah. I do, complaining is like, I'm all on it now. Like, I'm just gonna, like, like, if you're crying, it's your fault. I agree. Like, I have a million, my whole life is problems. I have 900 employees, I have a big company. It's all problems. But that's because, it goes back to me telling you the Jay-Z story. Like, he, he looked at me and he said, what's your name? Because I was on the line with the yeah. coded. Yeah. So he put out the book. Yeah. And then I was like, I bought the book. I, I got the book. Yeah. Off, I took a dollar off everybody yeah. online. Yeah. And hopped on the line, yeah. bought the book, yeah. and I get there, I yeah. put my mixtape in yeah. it. He goes, yo, what's up, ha ha, what's your name? Yeah. I said, Gashi. And he goes, dope, signs it, grabs my mixtape, throws it in the garbage, goes, have a good day. And I grab it, and I'm smiling, but I'm tearing, and I'm walking back to the train, happy as fuck that he touched my CD and threw it out in the garbage. And if I were to complain and say, fuck this, fuck that, and be angry, That's what everybody does, I would have never signed to him eight years later. But and for me, what the chemicals in my body go like this. Like if that happened to me and I've had my versions of it, yeah. my chemicals go in a very funny place, which is like, yo, I got so much respect for Hove, but I'm gonna fucking kill him. Like, like I get crazy. In a good way. Yeah. Like I have empathy for Hove. I'm like, that's his life. That makes sense. Yeah. Comma. My whole life's about commas. Yeah. Comma, motherfucker. I'm gonna make a song that's gonna be downloaded 10 billion times, and in that song, I'm gonna make a reference to this moment. Fuck you. Yeah. That's how I get. I didn't take it that far. <laughs> I didn't take I, it there. But by the way, that's the point. The point is yeah. everybody's gonna do shit different. Yeah. But the only thing that's not acceptable yeah. is crying about it. Yeah, 100%, but I was so happy. And you need to understand at the time, I was super young too. Of course. And I was still like excited. I was like, damn, I wish, I, did I do something wrong? But not understanding, eight years later, I don't Here take CDs. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course, Every, look, everybody's entitled, everybody's hoping, yeah. everybody's wishing, yeah. everybody thinks they're special, and it's all right, comma, then have respect to the other thing too. Yeah. No, but I ended up being friends. Like we ended up working and it's like, damn, if I would have ruined that relationship, got on Twitter and started bitching, that would have just made the process worse. It's like saying things like, oh, I can't wait anymore, I'm quitting. As if quitting makes the- Like anybody gives a fuck. Like, Can like, we just save time for everybody because this might be, this, you might use it? Cool. Yeah, yeah. quitting does not speed cool. the process. Like, tweet it. I'm quitting, fuck you, fuck the world. I'm not from this life. Nice. Have a good day. Who's gonna care? Your mother and your sister? Cool, bounce. Like what? Like nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. 
Like, life goes on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fucking, People are like, dying like, and shit, and we're still, like, moving on. Like, like the greatest. Like, Michael Jackson dies. And, and the then, world like, still goes. And then, like, 24 hours, we give love, and, like, maybe you get a week if you're an all-time legend. All-time. Nobody's talking about John McCain today. Nobody's talking about David Bowie today. Nobody's talking about Prince today. Prince. In today's world, you get 48 hours on social media if you're an all-time. And then everybody's back to their fucking life. That fucking sucks. No, it's actually beautiful. Because I love Prince, man. I love Prince too, man. Yeah. His little red Corvette is my jam for life. <laughs> That's crazy. I got a song on my album called Little Red Ferrari. That's amazing. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Gosh, it's amazing. Because then all of a sudden, once you realize that nobody gives a fuck, it's liberating. Because what that really gets you to is two cents. If nobody's gonna give a fuck when you die, yeah. why the fuck are you worrying about their opinions while you're alive? Why exactly? It's true. It's very true. Yeah. And you know what happens when that happens? Everything becomes light. You know how you felt when you heard the case was dropped? When you can get to the switch of being empathetic and respecting everybody's opinion and not hearing it, yeah. then you start going fast. That's what's been happening. Then you can give love to everyone. Then you can be the bigger man in every situation. Which comes around eight years later. That's where I'm at right now. I hear it. That's exactly where I'm at right now. I stopped giving a fuck. It worked. And respecting it. Because some people take not giving a fuck as like a negative. I think it's a positive. I don't give a fuck. That doesn't mean you're bad or I'm great. No. It's it's just just a framework. Yeah. You gotta keep it moving, man. That's what's up. Let's get it. Let's get this photo. What up podcast people? Obviously you listen to shit, so I know a ton of you are not familiar with my Monday to Monday playlist that I update every Monday with Mike Boyd on my Spotify. Go check it out. What is my Spotify? Spotify slash Gary V? Yeah, Gary VE, right? You'll see it. It's called Monday to Monday. Search your Spotify and Apple. Uh, Apple and Spotify playlists. Uh, Monday to Monday. Oop, this is me. I gotta go. See you. bye.